First of all, thank you for coming. Second of all, thank you to, to Daniel and the Ratner family for sponsoring. Uh, third of all, thank you to Moshe Chaim, Rabbi Blades, and Rabbi Goodman for the, their beautiful job that they do each time, the, the, beautiful, pat, the beautiful booklets, the beautiful mm-hmm. attendance. It's tremendous. Uh, I want to start with two side points before we get to the actual topic we're going to deal today. Um, one, one question is the name, the name of today's shir. Is uh, what is the status? We, got, we, we learned about mentioning the names of Avodah They shouldn't be heard because of you, so obviously you shouldn't be saying them either. So am I allowed to say the name of today's shir? Am I allowed to say uh, Avodah Zorah is not a problem? Okay, it, I, I'm not saying anybody's name, but I start talking about the names of different types of gods. Am I allowed to do that? For, so what about saying the name of today's shir, which is Christianity and Islam and Avodah Zorah? Am I allowed to say that name? So interestingly enough. Let's go through that very quickly, very briefly, because a few people asked me about this. So the the Groh points out, and it's on the Lachem Shulchan to say the name of an Avodah which was a was a person's personal name, which eventually was elevated to the up to the name of being Avodah is not prohibited. So say, and he says my proof to it because the more multiple places in the Gemara, the more it mentions the name of Oisahish of Yeshu. His name was Yeshu, and it's, the more it mentions it in multiple places. So the saying his 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 name, Jesus, is not prohibited. That's number one. Now I do want to point out that there is one opinion which says that the name his name wasn't Yeshu. Because they, they disagree with the Vilna Garden, they say his name was not Yeshu. Yeshu is an acronym for Yamach Shmo Vizichroy. Okay. So his name wasn't really Yeshu, his name was something else. So they gave him that name because it was close enough to his name and it had a good, rep, had a good meaning to it in a, in a good Jewish hinting way. So that's what some, some opinions say. Okay. But the Vilna Garden passes that that's Mutter. However, to mention that Derek Kovid is prohibited. So the word Christ is, is a Greek word which means Mashiach, means the anointed one, like a christening, etc. It's an anointed one. So to give him his title, not just his name, but to give him his name plus his title, is prohibited. Okay, so now, the next step is matching the name of a holiday which celebrates that is the same problem. So the name of the holiday, which is, is not... It doesn't say his name, but it says his, his status. And we're, we're celebrating his status. That's a problem already. But it's not mentioning that they're covered. Just saying, a fact, factually, this is what these people do, is not prohibited. So the, name of the, the actual name of, of Christianity is not a problem. But saying the name of the holiday, December 25th, saying the name of the holiday, would be a problem in halacha. So if you want to understand the difference between the two. Now, last point. The letter, a, letter, letter X is a Greek letter, X, which is actually the first letter of the word... The word Christ in, in, in Greek starts with the letter X. So it wasn't some Jewish idea came up. It actually was, it was a symbolism which was decided by the, by the, the church... To, when they gave him this name, giving, using this Greek word, that name, the letter X represented that. So changing it from the name of the holiday to saying X and saying the holiday doesn't solve the problem. Okay, that's one halakha discourse. Okay, that's the first point. Um, so the same, again, again, the name of the, the, the say that, that this is their religion that they do, that's a fact. That's not, they, I'm not saying that they're covered, and that's not a problem. 
Islam is not a problem. That, again, that's, that's describing the religion that they're doing, whether you hold this about a Zohar or not. Again, it's the same thing. And about a Zohar, we're not, we're not saying the name. That's number one. Uh, number two, somebody came aqu- we, along the way in the shear, we touched on a little bit the background, the, the idea of doing business w- with the non-Jews. What about doing business in items for the non-Jews? Uh, so so they actually, there's a famous Chumas Ramah. Chumas Ramah, somebody, I mentioned this, uh, I, I was in Woodside a few weeks ago, I mentioned this. The Chumas Ramah, um, that somebody wanted to do business selling crosses. You know, the Jew needs to make a, you have to make a living, you know. There's a lot more goyim out there than our Jews. Selling stars of David is not where it's at. Let's go for selling, you know, right? So is that permitted? So the Ramah said it's actually permitted because it, it, it's not something that they actually worship. It's, it's, a, it's a symbol of that they, you wear their covet of their, about their bodazor. It's not an actual, it's not actually prohibited. So the symbol of the person would want to sell ornaments for the holiday, etc. So he says it's he says it's permitted. So it reminds me of a story, right? It reminds me of a story about this fellow again. You know, he needs to make a business. They make a pranosa. So he he looks around. He finally realizes that this is the best business. You know, he's a little uncomfortable. You know, going to that business. He's not going to use his name Moshe. You know, he says, "Hey, Moshe, I'm ordering." You know, as he calls up for the supplier, says his name is Mark, and he wants to order ten thousand crosses. So the fellow on the other side says, "Mit the yoisel." Or on the ice. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, you say Yiddish. It means with with the guy in the front or without him. But in Yiddish, so okay. So it reminds you of that story. So, so actually, I heard the joke is a famous joke. It's actually it's a true remora, and we put her with the ice also. Okay. Okay. Today's topic is. Is how to, for a Jew to undertake to accept this religion is clearly prohibited. That's the first piece of Gemara that you had. The person takes the, the, the name of God together with another name. He adds somebody else in, giving and elevating him to a status of being some type of a, a higher being is prohibited. That's clear. The question is, is this prohibited for a non-Jew? Now let's clarify the background to the question. We know that there are seven mitzvahs, there are seven commandments which apply to non-Jews the same way they apply to the, the, same way they apply to the Jews, they apply to the non-Jews. And one of these seven mitzvahs, one of the seven commandments of the Bnei Noach is the prohibition of what's known as the Barazor. So the same way we could argue, the same way that we say for a Jew, the definition of a Zorah, of this service, this other form of foreign service, applies to combining a, 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 another entity together with God. So similarly that applies to the non-Jew. So therefore this religion, which they do that, whatever form they do it in, now the issue of, this, is, this prohibition of combining the two does not mean that they're equal. It's not limited to a scenario where they're equal. He has two deities on the same level, Kasser Shalom. It doesn't, it's not, even if one is higher and one is lower. And that, you, so you got to the Ramam, the Ramam says, actually, this was the original process how Avodah Zorah developed. Originally, we, God created the world. Adam knew him directly. His children knew about that directly. The next generation came along and said, you know, it's not the honor of God to talk to him directly. There's, there's, there's beings in the middle. There's powers in between. Let's talk to them. Recognizing that the, the highest level is, of course, the creator, is God. But putting these things on a, on a lower level is also prohibited. That's, the Ram said that was actual about Azara. That was how Yavodah Azara started. And that was already wrong. 
So the Ram, the, in the Rambam's version, this was not for Jews. This is for non-Jews. So the, the Rambam's version, the Rambam is very clear, and the Rambam gives us the history of Abba Zorah. The Rambam already is, describes this idea of having a higher God and a lower and a lower power as being about actual Abba Zorah, and this was what was prohibited to the non-Jew. So the Rambam clearly is on record. Right there, before we get to discuss what he talks about directly to, to, to the other religions, the Ram is clearly on record that this idea of what's known as shituf, of combining two things together, is prohibited. That's clear in the Ram. The question is, is are there other opinions who argue that, that, that this idea of shituf, this idea of combining together with God, another power, albeit even lower, albeit an intermediary, that, that idea that that limited to the Jew... Or that applies even to the non-Jews. Is this a new prohibition? Or is this a detail in the prohibition of Avodah If the detail of Avodah applies to the non-Jew as well, if it's a new prohibition, so this new prohibition doesn't apply, possibly, it only applies to the Jews. So that's the question. Um, so I feel that the Ramam is very compelling. I have to tell you that I, there, I saw a source which feels the Ramam uh, says the Ramam otherwise. Mm-hmm. He wants to suggest to the Ramam otherwise. I did not put him to the packet, but I'll just, just give you a little bit of background. The Ramam, the beginning of his, his magnum opus, the beginning of the Yad Chazaka, the Mishnah Torah, he starts with the first mitzvah, that's the primary mitzvah that Emunah in Hashem. He says, he explains what that means, believing in the, Hashem is the source, etc. He goes through and then he says, knowing this is a, is a positive commandment and denying this is a negative commandment. The positive commandments of Menachem Hashem Lekecha, I am your God. Believe in that. And the prohibition is Lo Yilucha. There should not be any other, any other God. Then he says that's in the Halacha Vav, Parakal of Halacha Vav. In Halacha Zayin, he says Elokaze Echadhu. He's one and not two. And that's the Mitzvah Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem Echad. Shema Yisrael, right? Jew, Hashem Echad. So the mitzvah of Yichud Hashem, it's only Hashem and nothing else, that's only for the Jews. Wow. So here I'm telling you that Anoichi and Lo'yilachah applies even to the whole world, that applies to everybody, because that's the prohibition of having another power. But the idea there's only one, only for the Jews. That's, all, that's what he wants to understand. And this Rambam points out in this Rambam, the Rambam seems to indicate that. I, I think the other Rambam is compelling. Not like that. And I, the explanation over here, for those of you who are interested, I can, we'll discuss it after the share. Those who want to hear how to understand it, it's a little bit complicated what I think the Rambam is saying. But I want to point out, that even, even in the opinion of the Rambam, there's going to be a disagreement how to understand the Rambam's sta- where he stands on the issue of Shituf, this idea of having another power together doesn't apply to non-Jews. What's interesting is you, you saw in the, in the booklet on page 4, that the more brings the source for the prohibition of shituf, of combining something with God, the more brings doesn't bring the pasuk of anoichi. The more doesn't bring the pasuk of The more doesn't bring the pasuk of yilachah. The more brings the pasuk in parshas mishpatim of zevech lelohim yacharam bilti l'ashem Those who would serve, would worship. Literally, sacrifice to the God it will be destroyed. Only to Hashem you're allowed to serve. So the more, more it derives from that, built to Hashem, only to Hashem. So that's the source. I mean, there are, if you look in the Chumash, in the, in the Pasuk of Lo Yilucha, Lehim Achirim Apanoi, 
right? In the in the in the Decalogue in the Sarasadibris. So the, the first the first verse of the of the Sarasadibris, I am the God who took you out of Mitzrayim. The next pasuk, there should not be for you Elohim Acherim any other gods alpanoi. So Rashbam and Chumash explains what does the word alpanoi mean? And in my face means yes, you believe in me. Yes, I'm there. You're adding something else with me. Prohibited. Even though it's alpanoi, even though it's in my presence, I mean you you believe in my presence. You believe in me. It's not it's not that you're denying God. But you can't have Elohim Acherim even even with me also. That's what you understand Pshat and the Pasuk. But the, the more doesn't bring that Pasuk. The more brings the Pasuk Zavech Elohim Yacharam. So there's an argument that that's not Pshat and the Pasuk, not like Tereshbaam. If you look at the Gemara, that's not, that's not correct. The Gemara is not discussing the prohibition. Is the Gemara, the Gemara brought in your book on page 4. What's the point of the Gemara? To find the source of the prohibition? Or to find the source that this is something which is worthy of, of destruction? The point of the Gemara is that this is something which is worthy of destruction. Not that this is where the prohibition is from. Prohibition can be from It can be from Whatever you want to use the source. The Gemara is saying, you're saying that when you do Shituf, it's a lesser form of a Zorah and you don't get destroyed. Had the Jews replaced God with the golden calf, they would have been destroyed. But now that they combine the two, okay, it's not, it's not good, but you're not going to get it destroyed. The Lord says, no, 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 no. Even together, also it's destruction. So the point of the word is, what's the source that we know? Those who worship other gods, Yochum will be destroyed. Ah. Oh. That's the point of this passage. So the more is not discussing the source of the prohibition at all. So where's the source of the prohibition? The more does not say anywhere in Shas where the source of the prohibition is. The more assumes it. That that's Pshat. The, the prohibition of Abad includes, like, like the Rishbam says, You can't do anything with me. You can't do anything with me. I'm there. You're not denying me. You can't have anything else besides. Even with me, you can't have something else. Okay. Now, how do we know that the, the Hashem's reaction to that is as, as, as significant, is as extreme as to, to replacing Hashem? I have a positive for that too. So this Gemara is a source as far as we're concerned. The more it mentions the concept of, of Shituf, but the more, this, is not the, this is not the source of the prohibition. That's an important idea. Because this other saver wants to say, you see this Gemara, that's not, that's not Pshat and Again, that's not the point of the Gemara. Okay, so now, the, the main point of the discussion is this thesis, the this thesis which is brought on page 5. The more tells me that there's a prohibition to do business, to become a partner with a non-Jew. You become a partner with somebody, eventually you're going to have a dispute, that's life. Right? You have a dispute, you're going to go to adjudication. You go to court, he's going to swear. He's going to swear by the name of his Abodazora, his God. Right? So here we go. So you, by getting into that, into that relationship, you are setting yourself up that you're going to cause this guy to mention the name of Abodazora. And the Pasuk says, Lo Picha, the name of Abodazora should not be mentioned because of you. But through you, that name should be mentioned. So the prohibition is not about Azor. You're not serving anything. You're not doing anything wrong. But we distance ourselves from about Azor. The Torah says so far that you, we do not want a Jew facilitating the mention of about Azor. 
That's how far we take it. So if you're going to go into business partnership with this guy, you're doing that. That's what you're doing. So you can't, don't get involved in the partnership. Okay. So it comes to us and Tyson says, well, okay, you did. You did already. You let the money. Jews, what business? What do you do? Right? They couldn't do anything else anyway. They let money. Okay? Comes to collect the money. The, the guy says, I, 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 I swear I paid back. I swear by the name of it. We say, whoa, 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 stop. Don't say it. So, well, you know what? You don't mean swear I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm walking out of here. I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to discuss it. I'm not going to prove it. I'm out of here. So you're going to lose your loan. Are you allowed to let him swear or not? So the Tyson being so bad, the Rashbam says, no. It's also. You cannot be matching because of you. Straightforward. Right? Comes the Reynolds Tom, the Reynolds Tom says, no, I, 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 I have, I have a, a, a way to permit it. This could be a tr- potential tremendous loss for the Jew. person needs a panasa. I have a Gemara Nebo Dezor. Now let's give a background from the Gemara Nebo Dezor. The Gemara Nebo Dezor says, and the, we, we, we actually mentioned in the Put it in the round, I'm sorry. Did I? No, I didn't put it in. Okay. Um, the Gemara Rosh says there's a prohibition of doing business with the non-Jews around the holidays. The, the religious religious people that have a Zara, you do business with them around the holidays, you, you sell to them, you buy from them, you lend to them, you borrow from them, you pay back to them, you, 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 you collect from them, all prohibited. So Moore says, you know, listen, I understand buying and selling. Moore says, he's so happy, he made a good sale, he'll go to his Avodah on the holiday, go down to the, go to the temple, and he'll bow down to his Avodah and say, thank you, Avodah thank you so much, I'm so happy I made the do this business. The Moore says, like, what's with, you know, so you pay him back, the Jew paid him back, he's so happy, he goes to his temple, and he says, thank you. What about, you collect from him, you collect the loan, you lent him $10,000, two days before the holiday, he says, you know, I just did a good, good, some good business, great, I come, I collect the loan, Moore says, don't do it, can't do it. Moore says, why? Moore says, like, you know, I mean, that's painful, like, paying back money, he's not, he's not happy. Moore says, yeah, he is happy, even though you don't like sticking money in your pocket and paying it out, but you're happy you got it off your head. She's going to go to his Zorah on the day of the holiday, he'll go to the temple, and he'll thank his Zorah. he had the ability to pay back his loan. So Moore says, what's the problem with that? Well, Moore says two suggestions. One is, you're causing a, a going to do a Vodazara. Belief in the Eber, you cannot, you cannot facilitate an Avera, even to an Anju. Alright? I want to go into business. I, I can't eat, not eat every Menachai, not eat meat which is taken off an animal before the animal died. So I want to sell it. No, can't sell it. Can't give it to a guy to eat. If they ever, you're, you're, you are you are facilitating in some way a, a sin. Not just not allowed to eat it. You're facilitating a sin. You can't have a guy do a vodazor because you can't cause a guy to, to worship his, his his gods. Well, he's going to say thank you to his gods. He's going to bring a sacrifice to his god. He's so happy he paid back his loan. The more says, yeah, but you know, if you don't try and collect it now, sometimes it's now or never. So more says, if it's now or never, it's permitted. Which means this prohibition says it's not direct. It's not. It's a little bit indirect. So we're going to prohibit it. But in case of loss, it's permitted. The more says, well, there's another issue. Lo yishma He's matching the day. He's going to go to the Lord and say, "Thank you, Avodah I paid back my oil. Well, why is he saying that? Because of you. So you're. It's the, it's the same problem we have over here. 
So the Morris says, but, but for, for, because of Hesed, it's Mutzah. Because of a loss, it's Mutzah. So Rabbi Tom says the same thing over here. He says, you know what? Not, not comparable. Not comparable. Over there, he might go, he might not go, he might get sick, he might stay home, you know, he might, maybe he's not, you know, whatever. Over here, he's about to swear in court. That's it. It's, it's, on, the, it's on the table. I have a new idea. You know, the truth is nowadays they swear by saints. They, they swear by the Kadeshim. Kadeshim is a saint. It's a, it's a play on words. Kadeshim also means other things in, in the Lushan of, of the Torah. Uh, uh, so, um, so they're saints, whatever. But it's referring to the saints. So they swear, by, the, by the name of saint so-and-so, I, you know, I, he swears. They're not swearing, swearing by it, but they don't, they don't believe that, he, that, that the saint is God. They say by the name of soldier and the name of so you're swearing by a combination of by the by the saint plus no there's an issue of a Jew to swear by somebody I swear by the name of my Rosh Hashiva you can't do that it's also to do that right there's an issue to swear by any uh, you built you, you only can be shmoy you can only swear in the name of Hashem you can't swear in the name of anything else be shmoy you swear when you swear in the name of Hashem nothing else you, you shouldn't swear unless you know. But it, when you do, the halacha, when the halacha mandates a shua, it has to be the name of Hashem. They swear by, the, by their God plus the saint. Is that prohibited? Tessus says not for a non-Jew. The Tessus language it says well they combine together with their God. They have Shem Shemayim They have they mean Hashem plus something else also. They swear by the name of their uh, their Savior. So that's something else. It's a combination of the two. Tyson, that's not a problem. So Tyson seems to be saying that this prohibition of of Adazar doesn't apply to an non-Jew. The combining God with something else is a Jewish problem. So for a Jew to be to to accept their religion is a Adazar. A Jew would have to give up his life not to accept their religion, which the Jews did many times. But for a non-Jew, it's permitted. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not making him do anything wrong. That's what Tyson seems to say. So that's the simple reading of Tosis. Tosis seems to say that, so according to Tosis, for a non-Jew, this religion is 100% permitted, and you know maybe it's even a good thing. Uh, there's a word that on the more says an atheist is worse in many ways than, than a religious non-Jew. Atheism is not better. So okay, it's better to be an atheist. You know. It's not better to be an atheist. More has choice things to say about atheists also. Not, not a lot of good things to say about those who, who worship about Azora, and not great things to say about atheists either. So you know, but Tosha says we found the solution. This is permitted for them. All right, so it's great. We're doing. Seems to be Tosha seems to read like that. And this is this is brought down on page five, uh, page six. This is brought in the halacha lemaisa. The Ramah says you're allowed to make a, a partnership with a non-Jew nowadays. You're allowed to go. You're allowed to go and make such an arrangement. The more says it's prohibited because they were they were swearing by Avodazara. Nowadays they're not swearing by Avodazara. So you're allowed to make the partnership. It's permitted. In page seven, the Shach points out that this halacha goes beyond partnerships. It goes back to the Gemara of Avodazara doing business with that. So there's a prohibition of doing business. Now Tyson over there asks a question. So the Morris says that three days prior to the holiday, you can't do business with an Andrew. So the Morris makes a list of some of the holidays. There's a Gemara, that, that's, there's a one Gemara, Morris mentions Yom Rishon, the first day of the week, is a holiday. So Tyson says, okay, so let's do the math. So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is three days beforehand. Now there's an opinion of the Gemara, Rishmuel says one day is, is enough. There's also an opinion that says three days before, 
And three days afterwards, do the math, Rabbi Sai. Sunday is the, the day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is prohibited because three days afterwards. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday is three days beforehand. <laughs> so Tarsus says, what do we do? We live amongst the garden. This is our, all of our business. So Tarsus goes through multiple arguments why it's permitted nowadays. One of the arguments, the, 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 the Dark Yemosha says, the Ramah says, is this Tarsus in Sanhedrin? It's not about Azora. So it's not a problem. So you can do business on the day of the t- day itself, even theoretically. Um, nowadays, maybe maybe I don't know. You have to the, the question. There's a, there's another gemara. There's a gemara. The more says and chutzlor, it's it's only prohibited the, the day itself. But the day itself would be, with, you know, the idea of blue laws wasn't such a bad thing for the Jews, theoretically. Doing business on Sundays. Theoretically, halakhically, it wasn't such a bad thing. That the more it says, kind of, Chutzlar, it's, they're not really so into their Vodazara. The, the government itself were really into the Vodazara. Chutzlar, it's three days before, no, no. Three days afterwards, no, no. On the day itself, that was Haka problem. The day itself, there was actually was an issue. They, didn't, they would go to their, 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 their temple, etc. But not before, not afterwards. But on the day itself, it should be prohibited. But there more seems to be saying that even that day itself, he says, Yes, a person wants to be machmer, he could. There's room to argue that you should be machmer. But it's a private thing. You don't have to, you don't have to impose that on, the, on, the, on anybody else. It's a, you, you want to do it, do it. But don't impose that. You're a rabbi, ask him that it's mutter. Okay. <laughs> if you stop right now, I guess that'd be true. <laughs> Some people want to leave now before you hear the rest of the shear. It'd be good. Okay. Um, comes the night of Yehuda. This Chuba actually, is actually from the son of the night of Yehuda. It's published in the night of Yehuda. It's actually from the son of the night of Yehuda. And the night of Yehuda said, that's not Pshat and You got it all wrong. Rabbi Sai, you read the Torah wrong. You got it all wrong. The prohibition of Shituf, of adding something together with God, like the Ramam says, applies to Jews, to non-Jews alike. That's not what Tosis is, addre- is addressing. Tosis is addressing something else totally. Tosis address- is addressing the prohibition of swearing by the name of something. So for a Jew, there's a mitzvah of Ubi You must only swear by Hashem's name. That doesn't apply to an Anjou. So an Anjou wants to swear by the name of Saint so-and-so, to hate. He wants to swear the name of so-and-so together with God, also to hate. He wants to worship the two, we kill it. Right? That's, that's about his aura. Not allowed to do it. We're not discussing worship over here. Christ never discussed worship. Christ has discussed swearing by the name of. Uh, some serpent follows the night of Yehuda. So these are two of the main pillars of Psak. The Chamsoifer and the Klayasov, the Chamsoifer and the, the, the night of Yehuda both pass in that Shitov is prohibited for a non Jew. Which means the, the Ramor is discussing a very limited point. I can do a business with him because the only issue is swearing, and swearing is permitted. But if I'm going, if I'm going to facilitate a non Jew worshipping his religion, that's a problem. Actually, worshipping his religion would be a problem. So, going back to the case over there of doing business with them, where that issue over there is worship, that's prohibited. Not like the Shah. So the shach is understanding that the, the, this Tyson is saying. The shach is understanding that Tyson is saying it's not worship. It's not a pro, it's not a problematic worship form of worship for a non-Jew. The Nadi Behuda and the Chassam are saying it is. 
it's, it's not a problematic it's not a problematic form of swearing for a non-Jew it, it is a problematic form of worship for a non-Jew just like a Jew so Halakha Lamaisa um, the Ramam is very clear the Halakha Lamaisa the Ramam says very clearly that Yishma'elim are not considered idol worshippers of Avodah Zorah and the law is that you cannot drink the wine of a non-Jew but a, a non-Jew the Gemara says a non-Jew who doesn't worship idols the wine is permitted I can sell it I can't drink it but I can sell it so I go into the office at the end of the year somebody, one of my clients drops off this $300 bottle of wine right non-Jewish wine so it's prohibited by Hanoi. I said, you're great. You know, I have actually someone I want to give a, a bottle of wine to. I can take that bottle of wine and give it to this, uh, this uh, one, of my, one of my other clients. Or one of my, I, I need to give him a present. Great. It's prohibited by Hanoi. I can't get any benefit out of it. Well, it depends. Uh, is, what's the status? If I live in a Muslim country, the Ramadan says, I can do that. The non-Jewish wine came from somebody who's, who's Muslim. It's, it's permitted by Hanoi. But it's, here in America, we assume it came from somebody who's was, who was not Muslim. Eventually, maybe, we'll, we'll worry about that then, you know. Depends on what country in, in Europe you live in, right? right? France, maybe, you know. Um, so what do I do with it? So I, you know, I, I know somebody... So he asked, he asked very best actually, Rabbi Frank's father-in-law. He said, leave it out, leave it out in the gutter. So he says, I don't know what happened to it, but for that year my newspaper came to my door every single day. <laughs> not the street. I know what happened to it. He said, but I don't know. <laughs> so I, but I didn't do it for that purpose. I, I, I wasn't I didn't actively give it for the purpose of Allah. I gave it, I threw it out. So what do you do? So just pass it. What do you do if you if you're concerned about this issue and you have a secretary? Tell the secretary when it comes in, don't put it on your desk. She should keep it on her desk. You'll come by, look at it. It says a nice little you on the bottom somewhere over there. Take it. If not, you didn't. You never kind it. It's not yours. It's not yours to give away. I'm not, I'm not giving it away. So the secretary knows she's supposed to do something with it. You know, she'll figure out what to do with it. Right? So that would be the solution practically for that situation. If you're expecting those type of things, which would be prohibited by no, but the Ramah says very clearly if it belongs to... Now, according to Tyson, that wouldn't be true. If you, According to the Shaft. It's not about a Zorah. For them, it's permitted. It's just why we not be also by Hanoi. Um Now, the, uh, the Miri, on record... I want to point out, I put the Miri in because I want you to know that there's this, there's, there's a very clear dissenting opinion. I want you to know that the Miri is basically stands as a Shita Shichida. He is the only one who has this opinion. Uh, I actually saw an essay online. I would love to try to remember the person's name. I don't. 50 plus pages about pointing out how the Miri is like, it's the Miri on one side and all of the, everybody else on the other side not saying this, this permission that he says. And of course he's advocating we should follow the Miri, not everybody else. Okay, but that's his point. But, um, so Miri points out that nobody's back, but he's, 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 he's the beginning of a sense of Zorah. We have this mission, you can't do business with them two days beforehand, the day of. And, you know, even the, the most holy rabbis are not being careful. Nobody's careful about it. Like Goin, Veloy Rav, Veloy Chacham, Veloy Talmud, Veloy Chosid, Veloy Mishasid. So what's the chat? Why, why don't we be, It's a halacha. It's a Sif and how, how do we get away with this? It's a, it's a, it's a Mishnah, it's a Rambam. How do we get away with this? So he says, and he lived in Italy, you know. 
Right? So, she says, the truth is, she brings all of the opinions of Tysus, all the different suggestions Tysus makes. He also, each one he has a question on it. So on, on page 14 he says, And we talk kach ikra dvarim nearly. Those who actually worship the idols. There's a Gemara which many Rishon understand that that's referring to Natsus. Natsus was the name of the, the, the Gemara uses for their religion. Is that what it means? It's referring to Pasuk uh, and Yirmiya. Etc. It's not. It's, t- it's a type of a type of actual idol worships. It's not worshippers. It's nothing to do with what we have nowadays. And that and that that they uh, they would um, their Sunday was a problem because that, that was their Sunday and they would actually worship the sun on Sunday. And that's the problem. Nothing to do with nothing to do with their religion. Now the truth is when it was moved from originally when the, when this religion Christianity started the original day of worship was Saturday because they were Jewish. Eventually, they moved it to Sunday to make it clear that it's not it's not the same as the Jews. Um, they didn't. They, when they moved it to Sunday, it was one day over. But uh, many things which they undertook in the Gemara, Morris, they took they they appropriated for themselves many of the forms of, of idol worship which existed already. The, the the holiday which we're actually talking about right now, the Gemara says more mentions it was already in existence before this young this fellow came along. And it was a day of idol worship, and they were used to worshiping idols on that day already. So they appropriated that for themselves. So it's not very clear when this fellow was born, whether it's, the story is true, it's apocryphal, etc. But they, they took, they wanted to make a holiday. There was a holiday which existed already on the calendar. The goyim were doing it anyway. They're going out there and missionizing to the goyim. Let's let's pick a day that they're familiar with. So that's why we ended up with December twenty fifth. Um. So the worship of the sun on the on the on the first day of the week was a, was the day that they chose for, to, to now become their day of worship. So it was connected back, but they don't, but, we don't, but they don't worship the sun anymore. They worship their religion, whatever that is, which he feels is not prohibited for them. So there's no other are involved in it. You're allowed to do business with them, etc., etc., etc. And that's what the Miri says. We got the Miri's on record like this. Um, but he's a, he's a, he is a, a sole opinion of sort. The, the main opinion is like the Rambam. Now, just to touch on Islam a little bit, I didn't put it to the packet too much. So the Rambam is very clear that that, that Islam is not about a Zora. The Rambam in the Tshuva says the same, to the point that if a Jew was was threatened under under threat of of death to say he believes in their religion, he'd be permitted. That's what the Rambam says. If a person threatens with Christianity or to be killed, he has to give up his life, not for Islam. The Radvaz says not like that. The Radvaz says very clearly not like that. Radvaz was the interesting. The Radvaz had the position of the Rambam. He was the Nagid. He was the leader of the Jewry in Egypt about 300 years after the Rambam, and the Rambam had had that position years before. The Rambam's son had that position as well. 300 years later, the Radvaz was on record that, that if, a person, if a Jew would be threatened to give up your life or accept Islam, he would have to give up his life. That's the opinion of that, of, of the Radvaz. Um, there's a tshuva from the Tzitzeliaz. The Tzitzeliaz was asked, are you allowed to enter into a, uh, a situation that uh, a, an ambassador was, the Israeli ambassador was country X, and there was some... Uh, 
individual in that country had passed away and they're holding services for the individual, obviously religious services, they're holding the services in the temple. Is, is the ambassador allowed to go representing the Israeli nation? Is he allowed to attend this event? So Rabbi Yosef has a chuba in Chelek Zion about that, that, that case. And the Tzitzeliazer has a chuba about it in Chelek Yudalit. Um, and he discusses both scenarios. What about if it's in a, 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 some form of worship of a temple of the, of the Christianity? What about if it's in a mosque? So Rabbi says in a mosque is permitted, based on the Rambam. Tzitzeliazer says not like that, based on Iran. Well, we'll just end with this Iran. The Iran says, there's a Iran in the Sefer Sanhedrin, Based the more, in regards to the discussion of what exactly what was Haman, Mordechai did not bow down to Haman. The more says that was correct, and everybody else was at fault but for bowing down to Haman. What was Haman? So the, everyone knows the madras that Haman put in a Zorah on his chest. The more says not like that. The more says it was not a Vodazor. It was that they were elevating him to a status of being like a, 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 some powerful individual. It wasn't Hishtachavosh Elaluhus, but it still was prohibited. Because to elevate this person to, to a status of something greater than the average person and bowing down to not as they're just, you know, I, I greet somebody, I'm, I'm Japanese, I greet somebody, it's not a problem. Right? But over here, I'm doing it because I believe this person has a certain power, etc. That's a problem of, of, of it's, even if it's not Elohus, it's still prohibited. So the Ron says, from here you see that both in Christianity and in Islam, he says the, the, those people who worship the Meshuggah, right? The crazy guy. That's how he writes it. Um, right? Even though they're not bowing down for Elohus, it's still prohibited. It goes in the prohibition of Abedazor. So the Sitzeliezer says, based on that, the, the mosque which is used for that purpose would now get a status of a place which would be prohibited for a Jew to enter. So Ravadi has a chuba which says it's permitted to enter into a mosque. Sitzeliezer um, has a chuba which says it's prohibited. He quotes the Sitzeliezer. And he says, Yedidi, you know, tremendous respect for the Sitzeliezer, for Ravalenberg, but he says, I disagree with him on this point. Already, this is not the first time I had this argument with him way back when in Kelly Bays, right? 40 years ago. And I still disagree with him that it's, that it, it's permitted to enter into a mosque. So, halacha lemaisa, if a person needs to get a psaac it, you should ask your local Orthodox rabbi. This is not a halacha shir. This is to give you a background to understand the, the, the sugya. Um, you see that there are two opinions on that. In regards to Christianity, it seems to be across the board, with the exception of the Miri, that we're dealing with something which is problematic for a Jew, for sure. Even according to Toysus, everybody agrees that a Jew should not enter into a place of worship. For a Jew, this is prohibited worship. Even though for the non-Jew it might be permitted, according to Toysus, but for a Jew it's prohibited. And a Jew should not enter into such a place. Ramanash Klein is a Chuba. Common question, I remember this question. Voting place. The, vote, the elections were taking place in a, in a church. Are you allowed to go vote there? Not in, in the sanctuary. Not in the sanctuary. You know, is there any difference between the two, etc.? Ramosha, the truth about it. This question of a Jew entering into a, a, a place of, non- of worship, non Jewish worship, is it permitted for Jew? This is an issue which has really pra- had many practical ramifications above and beyond my ambassador going to attend such an event. It has many, many ramifications. Uh, a blood drive. Uh, um, those type of things. So, etc. There are issues in general. The assumption is if it's in the sanctuary, it's prohibited. If it's in a room which is not a sanctuary, there's different differences of opinion. Some say it's still prohibited, 
have the whole because there's a the halacha you can't go into the chutzur chutzur of a, of, a, of the, the non-Jew place of worship even the chutzur is prohibited person wants to go he's an architect somebody asked in the Shiloh he's an architect he wants to go view different different uh, cathedrals for the purpose of architecture is it, is it permitted I told him no the person can't go in for that even for that purpose okay I think we've touched touched on the um, um, on the topic at this point Mr. Ratner is going to share a few words with us I'm just going to close with a, with a short story uh, in 1987 the, the first and only time that they had a Discovery Weekend program Aish Atara had a Discovery Weekend program in Cleveland, Ohio was on this holiday in Cleveland 1987 a few years ago and I went I attended there with my sister and um, one of the one of the uh, presentations was by Rabbi Berger, who was the main person who presented these things about prophecies which were, which came true. And the the question was, what are the mathematical probabilities of these prophecies becoming true? Since he's, he's going to give us ten from the Old Testament and two from the New Testament, ten from the Old Testament, two from the New Testament. He says, I know you Jews, you want to hear the two from the New Testament first, right? <laughs> So I have this feeling today, Baruch Hashem, we have a great, great crowd over here, but I do believe that the best way to get a Jew to come out and learn on the 25th is talk about a different religion. Yeah. Thank you for coming.